Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We're glad you're tuning in. Welcome to episode number 18 of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. And we are your host, Jason and Tina Marie. All right, let's go ahead and get started, Tina. All right, so today we are going to touch on the importance of staying connected. We're talking about interest and being there. So you're, t- you're not talking about touching type of connectivity, intimacy type of con- uh, connectivity. You're talking about something more on a interest level. When I say connectivity, I'm saying staying connected in the form of I know who you are and you know who I am. I know what you like and you know what I like. Oh, see, that's Be- the thing right there. Our lives change. Of course, like we said before, right. no one stays the same. The person I was, you know, five years ago, I'm not the person today, which means that my interest as a 25-year-old is going to be different in my interest as a 35-year-old. Sure. But in marriage, we have to make sure that as I change, I'm including you in my change. Otherwise, we lose connectivity with each other. Right. And I have to be willing to want to be involved in your change. Right. In your interest. You know, because everything that you're involved in, I'm not necessarily interested in or, right. you know, all in on. And, and that way, it, both of us are connected to what the other person likes. Right, sure. And you may be surprised. I think a, a big thing in our marriage is that we stayed connected through everything. It's important for men to understand that their wife supports them and understands them in their interest. I think, you know, for most men, they expect their wives to support them. But it's almost like they don't expect to support their wives in some of their doing, like shopping. I don't want to. I don't want to be involved in that. We have to understand that when we first started dating, the reason why we connected was because we found a way where I was interested in what you were doing and you were interested in what I was doing, and we were trying to find ways that we both enjoyed the time together. And so we lose that once mm-hmm. we get married, and then life and situations get into the relationship, we forget that it's really important to stay connected to the person we're married to. We think because we're in the same house that we're constantly going to be connected. And that's not always the case. It's not. I may not have many interests as, you know, I did when we first got married, but I may pick up an interest. So now I'm involved in, uh, say, that's now, because bo- we changed. Like right, you said, right. I, I'm, so your I picked up bowling changed, right. or, or whatever. Now I'm going bowling. Anytime I want to do something that I'm excited about, it creates a problem in our relationship. So how do we get past that? Man, instead of creating and having this situation in your relationship, invite them. And ladies, accept the invitation. You don't and have so to go what every they, time. And so what if we go and then we don't like it? Well, you already going with the anticipation of not liking it because it's already became an issue in your relationship. So just not go with that anticipation. Go there with an open mind. And I think if this is something that you like to do and now I'm feeling a certain way about it and then you say, well, why don't you go with me? The first thing women are going to say or their mate is going to say is no, because like you said, they already feel a certain type of way. I don't want to give in. 
I think if we go with an open mindset, we might actually enjoy it. Maybe I can find an interest in something that he's interested in. Now this will become something where we spend time together and we're both enjoying. We have to look at things differently than the way we looked at it before. Just like with you and I, for example, when you liked baseball. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that before in one of our podcasts. I liked softball growing up, but I was definitely not a person that used to turn on the television and watch <laughs> baseball on a Saturday or a Sunday. Like, that was just like, absolutely not. We had a common interest. We had the kids. Not necessarily. Because I could have let you go ahead with the boys mm-hmm. and do baseball. That could have really become an issue in our marriage because that required and took up so much of your time. Then not only did you take them to baseball, but then you started coaching. And coaching in itself is like even I'm more time away. Right. So instead of me looking at it as now I'm starting to hate baseball, I looked at it as this is something that we can grow an interest together. This is what he's interested in. I looked at it as a way of if this is what he likes, then I want to be a part of it because this is our family. And I think that's what made gave us a, more of a solid foundation is that we continue to be interested in what the other person was interested in. And that's vitally important. That is the most important part. Right. Being interested in what someone else in a relationship is interested in and genuinely interested, not right. just that's what I mean. like, okay, right. I'm, I'm here, but I really don't want to be here. No, right. you're actually invested in the whole experience. Finding things that you all like to do together. I'm not saying everything. You golf and now I have to run behind you and golf. And it's not about watching you or being afraid or insecure. It's about let's find things. Just like in the beginning when we started dating. Well, what do you like to do? What do you like to do? And so we we went places and did things that we both like to do or we tried new things. Why do we think in relationships we have to stop doing that? So once I get the person, I don't care what they're interested in. I, hey, I got them. Getting someone is easy. Keeping them is the thing. Exactly. It's like that's getting to the top is easy. Yeah. Staying there is the hard part. That's right. Because so. it's always somebody else climbing to take your place. We have to look at relationships as a constant evolving thing. It's not just, okay, I got the relationship. Bam. You have to continually work on it because everything changes. You change, the relationship change, your interaction change, you have kids and, and just a whole different dynamics is constantly changing. And you always have to put more into your relationship. Okay. This worked. This then outside work. of your relationship. Right. right. So, and, but you can't let your interests become your main pro- focus. Your, your interests can't outweigh your relationship. Right. You can't say, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of having a situation in my marriage. I'm going to go over here with my interests so I don't have to deal with this. Right. You have to stay focused on your relationship and your interest is just that. It's an outside interest of your marriage. Case in point, you decide, okay, hey, I'm going for a higher position, you know, in my mm-hmm. career. An outside interest. Right. An mm-hmm. outside interest. So me as a spouse, whether it's the female or the male, I have to be supportive, not only in a way that I support you in your decision, but I also have to understand that I'm going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. What what can we do to help you get to the top? How can I be a part of your constant climb? And then you as an individual have to say, OK, even though this is a personal thing that I have to do, I have to include my spouse. And when I include them, then not only does it help me stay connected with them. It has to be part of the family dynamics. Yes, I'm moving up the ladder. I'm trying to move up the ladder. I'm trying to better myself. It can't be as I do that, that it's all become, about you. You become less of a spouse in your relationship. Right. It has to be a family plan, a family goal, and you guys move in the same direction. 
how do you keep the most important thing together? And that's why it's it's so important to be inclusive in our individual goals. Yeah, don't get- your goal is my goal. My goal is your goal. And this is all about looking at what can we do for each other, not only to support that person, but to be a part of their goal. I think that's key, being a part. You have an individual goal, which is fine, but it's nice to be supportive of one another, and it makes it for a tighter bond because I feel you grow through those type of experiences. As you achieve your goals and we're there together, our relationship gets tighter. Sometimes people may say people need their own space in the relationship. So whatever you need, I'm not saying you have to do every single thing together, but I think the more you do together and the more you enjoy doing it, It becomes a part of what I like to do this to now we're doing it together. It's just like going to the gym. You know, you and I work out together and it's like a rarity among people like, oh, wow, you and your husband work out together. And it's not because you want to be there to watch me or I want to be there to watch you. But if I take up an interest in going to the health club and you're never with me. Eventually, I'm going to make friends at the health club because I'm always there. It's not that I'm looking for someone. And then I start talking to someone who is interested in what I'm interested. Mm -hmm. And that's where we start getting connected to other people. And then we don't find the need to talk to our spouse about the things that interest us or what makes us happy. Because now we're talking about it and we're getting fulfilled. But that fulfillment is through someone else. And connectivity is so important when it comes to sharing the same things and then communicating and talking and the enjoyment of it. Yeah, that's where it always starts right there. You're going to have interest and you're going to have people outside your relationship, which is common. Right. But it's how far you take that communication with the other person and, you know, and your interest that you're dealing with. So what I mean is if you're going to the health club and say the other spouse isn't, you have to interact with people. I mean, that's just common, but you don't have to take the conversation so far and so in depth. You know, you can talk about certain things, keep it general, and then you move on. And now we're finding people who are interested in things that we're interested in and we're getting fulfillment and daily interaction with someone else, whether it's opposite sex or the same sex or whatever it is. The point is that I'm now sharing my thoughts, feelings, my emotions, and I'm talking to someone who is interested in in what I'm interested in. But what we fail to see is that I'm losing connectivity with my mate. Don't let your interest become a distraction in your relationship. Do not get detached from your relationship based on each other's interests. Your interests should bring you closer together. If you start to do your own individual things and isolating and leaving your partner at home and not include them, then you're getting detached from it. There's always something we can find that we both can enjoy. Right. But if I go. Or even just being a part of it. Right. But if I go to whatever it is, you say you're crocheting. I was going to say knitting. (laughs) Right. So I go to your crocheting class and I'm not interested in it. It's something that brings you joy. I go and I experience it. I can understand, okay, this is this is okay. This is fine for her. I understand. Now I get it. Because if I don't go to experience it, I don't understand what the experience is like for you when you're in class. But if I go, I can say, oh, I get it. But if you decide, on the other hand, that you want to go and just try it out just because she went with you, you know. Golfing. Golfing. So, as long as she don't beat you once you get there. But, but what I'm saying is if you go, you can understand the experience. Right. Better. So it won't create that situation in your relationship. So if I go and I understand when you say you want to go, I don't be like, oh, there you go with that again. 
everyone needs to have their own space and some things that they want to do, which is fine. You just have to be inclusive with the, with your partner. Yes, it's fine to go out and have interests, but your interests can't overtake your relationship. All of those things that happen at home that may not make for a happy marriage all stems from the fact that we're not connected. We have to stop thinking that getting away from our relationship is going to bring us closer together. Right. It's not going to fix it. Going, getting away is not going and to fix the situation. Right. But what we keep doing is we keep getting detached. But the whole point in this whole conversation is that in marriages, in order to be happy, you have to continue to have interests that interest each other. I don't like to have to like everything you do. Mm-hmm. If you do do something, I do need to be a part of it to go and do fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it, mm-hmm. but I do have to support you and understand and not penalize you for wanting to do that. That's what I mean. Well, that's a good thing. I right. mean, that, that that's a that's a that's a huge thing, but me wanting to do fantasy football as an example, it can't consume me and it can't overtake our time. It has this time and place, you know, like we, we get this, right. And it's everything about, well, don't talk to me during football season. Well, that's what, four months or better? Come on. So I got to put my relationship and everything on hold because this is the only thing that you're in. If, if we include our spouse in what we like, then it won't be don't talk to me. You see what I'm saying? We, as, a, as a relationship, mm-hmm. we have to both be involved in whatever it is the other person's doing. I can't hold animosity against you because this is something that you do and that you like to do. So I can't get upset. Oh, there you go playing that stupid football. But but I'm saying it can't consume. You can be all in, but you know, like if I'm all in and I'm still saying that, you know, it's all about this and not our relationship. No, if I'm going to take a general interest in what you're doing, you still have your space to go ahead and do it, but still don't exclude me. You know, it's like we have to we have to be able to communicate and talk. For example, you're into fantasy football. I have to be open enough to when you want to talk about it, Mm -hmm. you can come talk to me about what's going on. Hey, the Mm -hmm. 49ers beat the Cowboys or whatever. I have to be a willing participant in what brings you joy to talk to me so that you're not searching outside of the relationship. So we're still connected. I don't have to be 100 percent in in everything that you do. We do have to remember that we're in a relationship and we should find a way to at least communicate about it. That's what keeps people connected. Connectivity is what do we have in common that we enjoy together? Constantly, because we're constantly in communication and we're constantly talking. We communicate or we just talking. And it's I think in a relationship things. we do both because do. if you can't just talk to your mate, right. then you definitely can't communicate. Right. So it's important to do both. So if you're talking to me, about things you enjoy. Hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. I can't be putting you off and saying, I don't want to hear that. Mm. Or you that's the only thing you talk about. Right. We have to change our mind in the way we look at relationships, the way we look at marriage, the way we look at um, going for it. Right. Well, this could create a, an issue as in itself. If you pick up an interest that someone else that I was raised with, say, so you pick up an interest that my father was interested in. Or just say, I'll say this because I'm a male. You pick up an interest that my mom was interested in that I did not like. And now you happen to pick it up. Then I have unresolved issues getting ready to manifest. And we have bigger issues because of the fact that you picked up an interest that I have a problem with prior to us even getting together from a childhood standpoint. So things from the past can also affect your current relationship. You have to be open and receptive and honest with the interest that your spouse 
comes up with, whether you had issues with it before, and you, you get through that through communications. So when we get into marriage and we're moving forward and we have children, we have to remember to be supportive of everything that each spouse does. So if I'm spending a lot of time with the kids and that leaves you at home, you are not really a part of our lives because you're off doing something else. You're there every day, but you're not involved. And that's what keeps it connected. We can't be disconnected from each other and then wonder why our relationships are disconnected. So then you have um, one parent that's doing everything for the kids or doing everything for working. And then when they get home, they're tired. You know, they don't want to have sex. They don't want to cook dinner. They don't want to do all these things. And then the other spouse is upset. And it's not because of anyone in particular doing anything wrong. The problem is that we have somewhere along the lines become, we have become disconnected. Being aware of what can disconnect a relationship is one of the keys and not becoming disconnected. So if we understand how we get disconnected in relationships, Mm -hmm. then we can prevent disconnection. Yes. If I know that if I don't pay my telephone bill, it's going to get disconnected. I mean, it's not rocket science. If I don't pay it, then eventually I'm not going to have one. It's the same thing with a relationship. If I don't pay my time and energy into my relationship, I'm not going to have one. And then we look up one day and we say, well, you know, we don't do anything together. You know, when disconnection occurs, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Then it becomes we're not talking. We're in the same house. You're watching television in one room. I'm watching television in another room. There's no sex. No, well, sex. Well, sex eventually gets there, right? So it gets even, there, or it gets eliminated. We eventually get to the point where we're not having sex. That's what I'm saying. Or yeah, we can yeah. still, you know, we can still have sex every now and again, but that's not a relationship, and that in itself is a disconnection because now the other person is getting sex. But one person is feeling dissatisfied. So they're just going through the motions of having sex. But there's no connection. And that's what happens when you don't pour into your relationship. Eventually, you put nothing in, you get nothing out. And we have to understand what are the signs? What are the things that we do in relationships that get us to a point of being disconnected? How do we look up 10 years down the road and one person's having an affair and the other person is off searching for a career, but neither one of us know what the other person is doing. And then we want to hold blame. I think you have to put each other's first. You have to keep your spouse in the forefront of your mind and the forefront of your efforts. So your, your efforts is to get better as a person. Your efforts is to make your relationship better and your efforts is to pour into your spouse. If you do that, your relationship will, will grow and flourish. But if you take the focus off of your spouse and your relationship you may get detached. I mean, you may last a long time, but it'll be a long time in there where things aren't really all that great. You just, you just in this, this funk. Or like we said before, people get married, not thinking what marriage entails. And if we can help people to understand that marriage longevity is about the same thing in the beginning, the middle and the end, it's about wanting that person, finding what makes that person happy And continually doing that, because if I'm genuinely finding out what makes you happy and trying to make you happy, you're in you in turn are going to make me happy. Uh I'm not talking about selfishness. I'm not talking about one person giving more than the other. Right. I'm talking about when we get together. I like you. You like me. And I enjoy how you make me feel. I enjoy spending time with you when we get to a point 
where we're okay with rushing out and doing everything for everybody else instead of the person that we're in the relationship with, yeah. that's when it starts to deteriorate. And no one wants to feel like they're second best. If I'm supposed to be your husband, I should be number one in your life. I shouldn't be second best. I shouldn't come second to all your other interests and your other friends. So no one wants to feel that way. So the most important thing is make the person feel important because they are. They are important to you. That's why you marry them. That's why you're in this relationship. If they're important, show that to them. How do we make sure in our relationships and our marriages that we stay connected and we stay happy? Because the, the bottom line is... The I'd say you take the focus off of yourself and you put the focus on your spouse. If you care about person and you genuinely show compassion and gratitude to that person... Why I say that is because... We can also fall into the trap where I'm giving everything and you're giving nothing. I understand that. So we have to make sure that we're getting fulfilled as well as fulfilling the other person. That's where you have to talk. You have to talk and you have to communicate. You have to say what you want. I mean, like uh, <laughs> as they always say, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Well, you have to say something in an, you know, in, a, in an open forum just to say, hey, you know what? I'm feeling a little neglected here. I need this or I need that. It's, it's nothing wrong with saying the things that you need to make you happy because you didn't, you're not communicating that. You're not saying this is what I need, whether I can hit it right on the nail for you. I know exactly what you like and dislike and how to help you to navigate through life. You may not be able to do that for me. And if you can't do that for me, I need to be able to express, hey, I need this. And if I can tell you what I need, then you can give it back to me that I need to help me to continue to help you to flourish. That's how it goes. We may not be able to pick up on all the signals from our spouse. We may not know really when they're down or when they need to pick me up or, or whatever they may need when they need it. But if you express, hey, I need your help with this or I need this, then you step up and you get make sure you give it to them. That's what I mean about taking your eyes off yourself. If I come to you and say, hey, I need your help and I need this, that, and the other, and you still don't help me, then we have, a, we have an issue because now I'm feeling neglected. And now it's hard for me to give you what you need because I feel neglected. And now I feel like it's an obligation instead of something out of love. That's why we talk yeah. about the importance of being friends with your mate. Because if I'm your friend, then I'm going to listen and like your interests. I'm not judging them. Right. In relationships, if we go into a marriage or relationship and we're not friends, I think somewhere down the line, we have to build that friendship because that's another aspect of two people being together. So and that's where, you to, and as you said, that's where conversations come in. Because if I'm talking to, right, if I'm talking to you about what I'm interested in and you're interestedly listening, then we're talking, we're connecting. That's what connecting is. If I sit down and meet someone and how do I connect to that person? I connect to them by talking. If mm -hmm. I don't talk to that person, then I can get up and send, spend three hours sitting next to them, get up and have no connection to them. Mm -hmm. Or I can spend 15 minutes talking to them about their life, their interests, and now we have a connection. That's what that connection is in a marriage. We can't lose connectivity with the person that we're living with. So in reality, what happens is the friend portion of your marriage keeps it attached. So you may be upset with your spouse, but your friend can have a conversation friend to friend and it can make 
that situation in your marriage better. But mm -hmm. if I come to you and say, hey, Tina, I need to talk to you, but I don't need to talk to you as my wife. I just need to talk to you. And that makes it better because That's I may true. be struggling with something. Right. That I don't really want you to come, you know, have a certain outlook or come in a certain way. That's, I just want that's you a to very, That's a very good point because then it, it may actually... If we just got through arguing or I'm upset over something, it may put my down my defenses mm -hmm. as a mate and say, OK, well, I need to listen because he's actually coming to me to talk to me as a friend, as a friend. for advice, for whatever. Right. right. And it's better to talk to you as a friend because, you know, both sides, you know, me as a friend and you know me as a mate. And then I know you more as a person because you're the person I'm sharing my life with. So if right now in your marriage, you feel a little detached, you feel like you and your mate are not. Clicking on all cylinders. Right. You, you, for some reason, you're not connected all the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still talk. You still go out. You mm -hmm. still hang out. You still do things. You're still enjoying sex. You're still talking about families. But we all know when there's a slight disconnectivity in the relationship, then I think that's time that we should go into our marriages and just sit down and start to get to know each other more on a who are you right now? This is who I am right now. And you don't approach it that way. You just sit down and start getting to know your mate better. Start doing, start finding ways to do things together that maybe you haven't done in a long time. Not with your friends, not with your children, just you and your mate. I think that's why we um, say it's really important to have a date night. And the whole point of date night is because if you don't do it, when you first do it, you're like, okay, now what do we talk about? <laughs> what, what do we do? Because we go out and we try to find things that occupy our time. Okay, we go out to dinner. You're eating, I'm eating, we go home. We still haven't talked. No, because we're on the phones. Well, uh, right. So that's why, Jason, when we have date night, there's no phones, no electronics. Now, even with staying at home and having a date night, watching a movie, if you're not at that point in your relationship where the connectivity is strong, I think we should eliminate doing things that are separate. You and I can sit and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And still be detached. And still be detached. Yes. Right. You and I can spend 24 hours a day in the same place and still be detached. Mm -hmm. We have to find ways of reaching out to our mate that's going to reconnect us in a way that it did in the beginning. I have to relearn you. You have to relearn me. What are you now interested? What am I interested in? What can we talk about? What are things that we didn't like or we don't like and we should change? In a non-judgmental way. Right. That's, Absolutely. That's the key. So you have to find a friend in your mate. Yeah, find a way to become friends, friends again. Friends, And you're not. So the best way to stay attached is to have conversation and interact more with your friend, which is your mate. So let's go ahead and kind of wrap this up. So what, what are we giving people to walk away with, Tina? One, I think, is taking interest in your spouse's likes and outside interests. Be a part of that process. Understand that process. Or I would say that find something that interests both of you so that it can build a stronger relationship together. I that think helps. the more you do together, mm -hmm. the stronger your bond becomes. And therefore, you're now growing together instead of growing apart. Find that friend and have a conversation. If you take the time to just build up a friendship your relationship goes into a new direction. I think that's what has helped us. We've been friends for a very long time from the very beginning. And I think that we continue to find the interest in each other. Right. It's not that we're 
you know, we're looking to always be with that person. I think that as we grow, we just become interested in the same things which help our relationship Mm -hmm. just be stronger. Yes. So if I'm interested in what you're interested, we have more to talk about. We have more to laugh about. I have I have an opportunity to be your friend instead of just your spouse. And it's about sharing. We have so much more to share with each other. Another thing is that when one person decides to pursue something else, career, school, whatever the situation is, whatever they decide to pursue something outside of the home, we can't fault them for it. We have to support them. And then we have to be a part of it. We have to talk about the things that other person likes so in relationships if we want to have happy healthy relationships which means that it's a relationship that we actually enjoy no point in being in a relationship if I'm unhappy if I'm feeling neglected if we want to have the same type of relationship that we had in the very beginning because no one goes into marriage having a bad relationship if you got married and you were already feeling neglected and bad then You shouldn't have gotten married. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to continue to have that same thing, we have to understand what it takes. We have to continue to know the person that we're in the relationship with. And foundation is the key to success. And it doesn't matter if it's it doesn't matter if it's a career, a relationship or whatever. You have to have a strong foundation. So build on that foundation to make your relationship better. That means continue to build on it. Absolutely. Right. Don't just say it Getting married place. is just a start. It's just, that's it's the not start. The that's, end. that's 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 a breaking ground. That's right. what that's what getting married married right. is. Marriage is like breaking that's ground. That's that photo op with the shovel <laughs> and you got your foot on the shovel right. in the ground. That's, that's it. A, that's exactly what it is. When you say I do, that is when you're breaking ground to build on what you want your house to be. Yep. So, now you spend the rest of your marriage Laying the foundation. But brick by brick. Yeah. And, and as things and being come, conscious of what bricks you lay and you, how you lay them. Exactly. You have to be intentional in your marriage. You have to be. Pleasant. And that's what this is all about. Right. And how so, do we end up detached? How do we end up arguing? How do we end up not loving each other? Right. How did all these things happen? Because we're not intentional in what we're doing and we're not intentional about the type of marriage that we want. Or the direction that we're driving in or going in. Let's build a foundation that's strong and that's intentional and that it's going to build the type of marriage that we want. That's it for another episode of Love and Beyond the I Do podcast. And remember, we're We're in in it to win it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Love and Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.